Welcome to the Building Up Women in Property podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Bangura, and I'm thrilled to have you here with me today. This podcast is for ambitious women who work in property and construction, who want to learn how to have a career they love on their terms. Join me every week where I'll leave you excited and confident to take your next steps. Thanks for being here with me. Now let's get started. Hello, beautiful. Happy New Year. It is 2023. And I tell you what, I think this is going to be an epic year. I've decided, (laughs) right, all the things are happening this year. I'm going to be honest with you. I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with New Year's. I love it because it is such a fresh start. It has a big bow on it and I love a new clean diary. (laughs) But I also feel like we put so much pressure on the new year as the moment for everything to change. And the truth is everything changes when we make the decision for it to change. When we go all in and we have our own backs and we can do that on any day of the week, on any month of the year, at any time, we get to create a new possibility for ourselves, a new reality. All that matters is that you make that choice and you make that commitment to make it happen. So whether you are listening at the start of January or if you're listening down the track, thank you for being here. If you are new around here, I'm Rebecca and I am a career and leadership coach for women in male-dominated industries. I'm basically on a mission to help high-achieving women thrive in work and life. And in the process, we are creating more equitable, diverse, and inclusive workplaces. But of course, we all have different goals and hopes for the new year. And what I want you to do with today's episode, and probably the next one as well, is really talk to how do we set ourselves up for success in a sustainable way. And for me, so much of this comes back to how do we create systems and habits that allow us to achieve big results. And the amazing thing about habits is it really is that small, consistent action that does lead to big results that will allow us to achieve all the things we want in our careers, in our lives, but it has to be sustainable. And so I want to talk to you today about habits right? I just think this is one of the most powerful topics when we really get into the nitty gritty and we understand the process and how our brain works and we start to use it as a way to really build our own skill set, our own resilience, our own self-identity and create those big wins. So this habits topic, I'm going to cover over a couple of episodes. Today, we're really going to talk about what habits are, and start to work through what are your goals and how are you going to use habits to support you to achieve them. And then next week, we're going to talk about what are the do's and don'ts for habits and how do we create sustainable, high-performing habits, right? How do we even next level up to make them supercharged habits and to allow you to really implement these ideas I've got a little worksheet that will actually guide you through this process so you can look at how to create these sustainable habits for yourself to achieve your goals. Because it's one thing to listen to a podcast and gain knowledge and ideas, and it's another thing to be in action. And the truth is, if we're not in action, nothing is going to change. Like, let's make this our year, right? 2023, let's let this be the year that we create the careers 
and the life that we love and we have the impact in the world that we want. And look, as we talk through today, I'm going to tell you some of my stories and how I've used habits to really transform myself and transform what I thought was possible for my life and, and who I was as a person. And I want you to understand the power of these small consistent actions. And there's a quote from James Clear, who is the author of Atomic Habits, which is a great book. I'll link it in the show notes along with the worksheet. But he says, if you can get just 1% better each day, you'll end up with results nearly 37 times better after one year. I want to talk about what a habit is, right? I know it sounds basic. I know we're all familiar with the term, but a habit is basically a repeated behavior or a thought pattern that occurs automatically. And these habits are formed either consciously or subconsciously, and they have the ability to evolve over time, which is why they are so powerful. Because if we get intentional, we have the ability to create habits that will allow us to achieve the results we want. And our brains, they love habits because having habits allow us to perform functions on autopilot. So they're essential to our survival. What we really want to do is move away from the subconscious habits and start to consciously create them so that we can actually create better outcomes. And when we do this well and when we actually make sustainable habits, that is where we get long-lasting results. That is when we get long-lasting results. And as we talk about habits, I think our brain automatically goes into this idea of good habits and bad habits. Good habits are things like exercising regularly and eating well and meditating and being on time and having work-life balance, right? We always think they're good habits. And then we have things that we categorize as bad habits, you know, overworking, being late, eating junk food, drinking, all of those sorts of things. But as we are talking about habits, What I want you to be really conscious of is what is the actual result that you are trying to achieve? And so as we go through this session, focus on that result because getting intentional with our habits is really just a vehicle to achieve the outcome that we want. And what I mean by that is there are lots of things that you might want to achieve, right? You might want to feel better or you might want to work less or you might want to get promoted or establish yourself as a respected industry leader, or you might want to have more energy or more time with your family. There are any number of things you may want. As I said, habits have been huge in my own life. And one particular area was around becoming a runner. Now, it's probably close to 20 years ago. (laughs) But look, I decided that I wanted to start running. And at the time, I literally could not run around the block. I had never really been a runner, and I made this commitment I was going to do this. I was going to become a runner. And with very small actions over the space of about a year and a half, I went from literally not being able to run around the block to running my first marathon. And that was a phenomenal experience for me. And it cemented for me how impactful habits were because it was every small step that built on each other to give me this really incredible result at the end was something that I am hugely proud of. I'm hugely proud of it to this day. From that experience, what it taught me was that I actually started to identify as a runner. I still do, even though I actually haven't been for, (laughs) I don't actually run that much these days, but it gave me this identity and it showed me what I was capable of. And it set myself up for this pathway of success. 
And from that, I was able to build on it and I was able to apply these same principles to all areas of my life that I could start from nowhere and I could build something up. If I had that intention, I could make it happen. And what I realized was I didn't need to have it all figured out. All I needed to do was just take one step, keep building and just keep getting better and better. And another area that habits have hugely impacted my life is my relationship with work. Because I've always been someone who, to be honest, has been a bit of a workaholic, right? I love my work. It was only in my sort of early 30s after I'd experienced a number of burnouts. And to be honest, I was really struggling with what I wanted to do next in my career. I was working in (laughs) an environment that I didn't love, I didn't feel aligned to. I realized that it just wasn't sustainable for me to continue to work massive hours day in and day out. And I just, I started to lose all of the fun of work. I lost the passion for the work I was doing. And I knew there were habits there that I needed to change, right? And the most obvious one was I needed to change the hours I was working. I could not keep doing 14-hour days nonstop. That was a much harder habit to change than becoming a runner because the identity that I was working into was conflicted in terms of I still wanted to be a really high achiever and I wanted to get great results in my work. But I also knew in theory that I didn't need time to be the currency of those results. But I was working in an environment where there was a lot of pressure and it was a real battle for me. I had to really consciously create sustainable habits in order to preserve my own mental well-being, in order to reconnect with the work I was doing and in order to have relationships outside of work. I think it's really important just to acknowledge that sometimes actually creating habits that support our success, it actually can be quite complicated and complex. And I think we always need to be thinking about this in the context of a system that supports our career, that supports our life, that supports our well-being. And habits are one of those tools that once we understand them and we apply them in an appropriate way for ourselves, knowing that that will be different for each of us, it really does unlock opportunities. So, you know, going back to talking about how habits are formed, I want to go back to this idea that habits really are just repeated behaviors. And in order for a behavior to take place, we need three things to meet. We need our motivation, our ability, and a prompt to all come together. And I want to break each of those down. So when we talk about motivation, that is our desire to achieve the result. And sometimes our motivation can be off the charts. It can be so high. We can be so excited. But other times, it'll be really low. And of the three elements of behavior, motivation is the least reliable. So keep that in mind. hope you've been enjoying the episode. I wanted to take a moment to let you know about my free career confidence masterclass. This is for ambitious career orientated women who are ready to stop playing small and to confidently create a career you love. Head over to my website, beautifuldisruptions.com for more info. Now let's get back to the episode. Now, the second element is your ability. And this is, are we actually able to achieve what we want to do? And if we go back to kind of my example of running a marathon, 
there is no way that day one I could have stepped outside of my front door, put on my running shoes and gone and run that marathon. There is just no way. So what I had to do was create a habit that I was able to achieve. I could put on my shoes and run 50 metres. That was something I could do. And that was so important because it met my fitness level where it was. And by doing that, by making that first action that was aligned with my abilities, I was actually able to start that process of behavior change and actually incorporate it into my lifestyle. The third element is the prompt. So that is what actually gets you out the door. What is that cue that actually signals it's time to perform that habit or that behavior? What is the trigger for the action? And when we think of that behavior, that that habit coming together, it's about having all three elements working together, right? It's the convergence of those three things. We need to have the motivation to take the action. We need to be able to do the thing. And we need to have a trigger that puts it into motion. And those three elements, that's what cements a habit. And that's when we get good traction with them and can create those big results and that compounding impact. You know, there's a model by BJ Fogg, who is the author of Tiny Habits and a professor in behavioral science. And he really talks about the convergence of motivation, ability, and prompts. He talks about what pushes you into the action line. Is the motivation strong enough or is it easy enough for you to do to actually make it happen when you have the prompt? So we need to know what our motivation is and we need to be sure of our ability to do it and we need to understand what the prompt is. And are those three things together enough to get us to take the action? And so what is that one result you want to achieve? And I want you to think about that and consider that for each result, there are so many different ways that you could contribute to achieving that, right? There are so many different behaviors or actions or habits that you can create that will contribute to achieving that single result. If you think about, you know, reducing stress levels, and I imagine this is something that a lot of you can relate to, but there are so many things we could do. You could meditate, you could go for a walk, you could reduce your screen time, you could reduce your workload, you could reduce your time at work, you could introduce new hobbies and activities, you could spend more time with family and friends. All of these are things that can help reduce stress. And so I want you to think about your goal and I want you to literally sit down and brainstorm all of those different behaviors, all of those different habits that you could create. And I say could, I don't want you to like lock anything in yet, but I want you just to think about all of the things you could do that would contribute to that goal. And you can use the prompts that we have in the show notes to guide you on this process. And once you have all of those, we want to look at this next element. And again, this is from BJ Fogg, and it's understanding the impact of those behaviors against how easy they are to perform. Because what we want to do is make sure we are selecting the right habits, the ones that we will actually stick to and the ones that we can actually do in order to get the results. So once you've actually written down all of those behaviors and actions that would contribute to creating the outcome you want, I then want you to think about them in terms of how achievable each of these habits are for you. And this should look like a bit of a map. And again, look in the workbook to kind of understand this. In the middle on one axis is the impact of high and low impact behaviors. 
And on the other axis is your motivation. Do you want to do it? Yes or no? And of course, there are some very high impact behaviors, right? These are things that will be very effective in getting the result that you want. And then there are low impact behaviors and they're not so effective, but they will also still get you closer to the result, right? They will edge you forward. But more importantly than just the impact is, will you do them, right? How motivated are you to take the action? Can I do this? Yes or no? Because we can pick behaviors that have a huge impact. We can say we're going to focus on those things, but we really have no desire to do them. We may then even like feel viscerally anxious around them. So choosing these high impact behaviors that cause us anxiety is not sustainable. So what we really want to try and do is find the behaviors that are as effective as possible that you can bring yourself to do. This is a really good exercise to start off with. Get clear on your desired outcome, then map out all of the possible different behaviors that could help you achieve that desired outcome or that aspiration. And then I want you to plot each of these behaviors on this matrix, right? And see where they land. Because when we actually guide ourselves intentionally with our behaviors in a methodical and systematic and logical approach, that is when we create sustainable habits. And that is the key, sustainable habits. The habits that you will do for a year or 10 years or the rest of your life, not just the New Year's resolution that you will do until January 17th. There's a big difference there. Get intentional because we want to create the habits that have the ability to be automatic so that they can become these consistent behaviors. And we want to set ourselves up for the best chance of success when we commit to creating these habits. Okay, so go download the workbook and really map this out for yourself. Keep adding to this over the course of the week, right? Keep adding ideas and and thinking about things. And then when we regroup next episode, we will be talking through the key factors of successful habits and sustainable habits. And we'll also be talking about what makes a high-performing habit because that's kind of next-level stuff. And honestly, I, I just this topic just gets deeper and deeper the more you delve and really it has such an ability to shift your thinking, to shift your life and to shift the results you get. So <laughs> get into action. Stop thinking about it and focus on creating habits, not just having resolutions that will ultimately fade and wither over the course of year. Let's make this something that you can stick to so that by the end of 2023, you have crushed your goals, right? You are literally living the career and life that you dream of and there is no regret. There is no regret at all. You have achieved what you set out to do. So go away, do the work. I will see you next week. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for joining me on the Building Up Women in Property podcast. If you'd like to learn more about what I do, head over to Instagram. I'm at Beautiful Disruptions and reach out if you want to connect. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.